What's going on, everybody? Daryl Freider here, the club CEO. And we've got an amazing DJ here on the My DJ Story podcast. Brother, can you introduce yourself? Tell the people where you're from. How you doing, everyone? My name is DJ Ill Will. I'm right now, I'm right now I'm currently from New Haven, Connecticut. Awesome, brother. Awesome, brother. And we connected just recently, and this brother has an amazing story to tell. I'm super interested in hearing about how you got started in the DJ in the DJ world. You know, tell me what sparked your interest and at what age did you start DJing? Whew, that's a long journey. So I'm going to try to make this, you know, journey short. <laughs> um, but um, I, I can say that I started back in the late 80s, late 80s, 80, um, 80, 1985, 87, around there, you know, um, and I and I started um, when the, um, the house music, the Latin freestyle music era was in place. You know, beat street break dancing and all that good stuff. That's when I came in the scene, man. And um, and I had a couple of friends who were into the DJ um business. You know, doing house parties. We was doing house parties then. That was the thing. It was really no club thing. It was mostly house party. You know, packing up milk crates with records, getting the speaker system, and we shoot somebody's party and we getting a crump. You know. Nice. <laughs> and so yeah, nice. so it was. It, I was just. I was always like the helper. Yeah. I help a couple of my buddies, you know, um, you know, with their equipment and stuff. And I used to sit there and watch and observe, do the things. And what inspired me was the crowd. Yeah. The crowd. You know, how to move the crowd. Eric being Rakim. That was one of my favorites, man. Oh, and, yeah. uh, and I used to watch them do their thing. And I'm like, man, I want to do what you're doing. How do you do this? You know? And um, I it was a guy by the name of DJ Lefty. You know, um, out in New Jersey, it was way in, in Lakewood, New Jersey, and um, and I went and I bought myself some turntables and some gear, some DJ gear. Started you know purchasing records and I started doing my own thing, practicing yeah. in the basement, practicing in my room, just going in, just just learning. Nobody taught me. I I've learned through observation and watching the crowd and picking up the right music. Wow, that's super amazing, man. And that's super important how you paid attention to the detail of what moved the crowd. And you use that as as a reference of how you should, you know, perfect your craft as a DJ. And I can hear it in your voice. You're super passionate about DJing. And like, what was that spark that like you saw that this was something for you? Like, what told you that you need to pursue this long term? Um, after After initially doing it, you know, I, I knew that I, I had what it takes to 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 motivate people to get them happy on the dance floor. And I and I and I had an ear for music. I had an ear for music and I and what I normally used to do, I used to always observe the crowd, see who I'm dealing with, what it's in my in front of me. And so yeah, and I and I took flight, you know, from there and I started doing a lot of house parties. I got into the old school hip hop and RB. Um, the reggae. Uh, back then, a lot of slow jams was in place, man. We always went to the slow dancing. You know that little slow, smooth R&B. We used to get, we used to get a crowd with that too. You know. So, <laughs> so, 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 so you're, you're you're responsible for a lot of people of my generation to be born. That's what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> myself man <laughs> <laughs> yeah man no that's exciting man it, it, DJs play an important role in people's yeah. lives like DJs set the mood the tone they're part of many important experiences birthdays house parties weddings yeah. so many things that sometimes DJs are overlooked in regards to the respect and, 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 and admiration that they deserve 
uh, for the job that they do. So I honor you. I appreciate you. And I'm super excited. Story is amazing. So like what happened after that? You were doing these amazing house parties. You taught yourself how to DJ. How did that progress? I see now you have your own radio station. Like what is going on? Like how did that progress to well, that? Um, so so there, there, there was a pause. There was a pause in between from that era until uh, I'm going to say 2004. And four, 2005, it was between 1990. Um, I got myself into some little stuff out there. My mother sent me to Puerto Rico. You know, I went to Puerto Rico for a couple of years. I was in the island. Love, that was an experience. I went to see people in the island. And even while in Puerto Rico, I continued with my craft. You know, I was not going to Puerto Rico without my equipment. I told mom, I said, if you're going to send me to Puerto Rico, send my stuff to Puerto Rico too. So I went out there. And I had the pleasure to meet a couple of um, people out there who had inspiration for the DJ in the island of Puerto Rico. So I taught them some of my things that I learned while in Jersey, you know, while in the States, while in New Jersey. I told them, I did a couple of parties out there in Puerto Rico as well and, and a little like um, neighborhood clubs and stuff like, you know, but I needed to come back to the States, man. This is what I knew. I love my island, I love, but I needed to come back. So I got rid of all my equipment. I left a lot of my vinyls behind just to come back to New Jersey. And that's when my pause. What happened? I saw, I saw, so by then I just, you know, went on to school, went on to college, tried to finish college, you know, had little bumpy roads here and there. But back in 2005, before I was living in West Palm Beach, Florida then. I, and I wanted to come back. I, you know, I, it was a nice feeling out there, but I wanted to come back to the tri-state area, what I knew best. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut has been pretty much my, you know, the cycle that I, that I know. But I ended up back in Connecticut. Uh, but while in Florida, I, I, I went to a, a pawn shop and I started picking up a little, you know, media controllers and things like that. And I started getting involved again. And by then, I think CDs was coming out. Yeah. We were messing with the CDs. So there was no more vinyls for me. I ended up back in Connecticut and I started getting back to, you know, putting myself back in the scene, knowing that this is what I had. I had a passion for it. Always was in my heart. And, um, and I started doing parties in Connecticut again. I started doing little house parties, little, not house parties. I wouldn't say house party. I'm going to say like gatherings, little birthdays, celebrations, sweet 16s. I even did a, 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 a toys for tots, whatever, Christmas giveaway for children. I volunteered to do that. I did a lot of volunteer things. I got involved in weddings. I started picking up stuff from Radio Shack, you know, the speakers that they had in Radio Shack back then. And I started motivating myself. I came across an artist out of New York City who was doing a showcase, or rather he was doing like an open mic. And um, I knew somebody that knew him and they said, I'm looking for a DJ. And the person said, well, um, Will. He's been DJ contact Will, you know, um, and so he hit me up and he, you know, what I'm saying this artist by the name of True Bigs. I started doing a lot of showcases. I started doing a lot of um, showcases, open mics. I started getting back into the club scene. So I was in the mix. I was with the, you know, doing the, the showcases, but I also was doing parties at the club as well. So I was doing both the best of both worlds. You know, there was times I was at the club, rocking the club, doing what I did. And yeah, I continued from there. So it's been at least, I must say, a, a good 15, maybe 20 years going hard. But I knew there was talent out there. I always wanted to be in the radio station, you know, but I never was given that opportunity. You know, I almost had an interview just like this, a virtual interview with Funkmaster Flex. My PC was acting up. So oh, that never transpired and I never got to do that. 
So I, I, I just like, wow, you know, I had an opportunity. So um, I started doing online with this website called Ning. I created a profile there and I started doing things. You know, I used to get a lot of artists. I used to send me music. Hey, Will, spin my music. Listen to this, third and third. I used to hear there was talent and there was something. I needed to go back to the booth and work with some things, come back and come check me. But we all grow. You know, we was also learning. I was learning. I started hosting mixtapes. Yeah. I started hosting mixtape. And I started this thing on, on the website called Spin It or Toss It. You know, nice. where I was either either we're gonna spin your joint or we're just gonna toss it. We're gonna one of the other people. What we're doing here, we're gonna spin it, we're gonna toss it, you know. That's actually really dope. That's a dope concept. So you should definitely bring that back if you if you're not uh doing that right now. It's like the tender of, of, of mixes. <laughs> so I started learning the 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 ins and out of how to be ready, how to create your own podcast. I started doing podcasts and um I got all the scoop that I needed to know. So now today, you know, 15 years strong, I've been in the clubs, rocking the clubs. Oh my God, I love being in the club. I miss the club scene right now. I go in the club and the first thing I do is look at the crowd. That never stopped. I look at what I'm dealing with. I got my playlist music and I go in there and I'm on my zone. I'm on my own little world. People, you know, and I love to see the people having a good time to this day. Um, but what, what keeps me going right now is my radio station. I have an online radio station, Smack and Radio. You know, where pretty much, you know, we are today's hip hop and R&B music. Everything that's commercial, we have it there as well. But we're different in the sense that we have a platform where we give independent artists an opportunity to be heard. You know, I have a show that I do three times a week, you know, and then I break records. That's been my concept. We break records. I break records. I'm in there, you know. I keep it a family business. You know, my wife is involved with it. We go in together. She's my co-host on Sundays. And we, we have a great time on the, you know, they love it. I mean, it's been going hard body right now on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch TV. And we also have a Latin radio station called Fuera de Liga, where we also give the Latin um, artists an opportunity to be heard as well. So right now, here I am. Unfortunately, the pandemic don't got me outside, got me inside. So I'm taking the best that I, you know, the best of both worlds, what I've learned. And, and I'm still going, I'm motivated, you know? Can't wait to come outside and rock clubs. I do some virtual live parties sometimes myself, but a lot of time it's hard because when I'm on Facebook, you know, the copyright things, and it's just, it's like, it just kills my vibe every time to shut my party. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. No, that's really dope, man. You are doing a service to the music industry, man. And we appreciate you because not a lot of people focus on the independent artists and the people that are up and coming and you by letting them have a voice and a platform to be heard um that's amazing brother and, and thank you and it's awesome that you and your wife are working together you know when you have a support system you can do amazing things because what you can do on your own is limited but what you can do with a family or a team of people working together you can do amazing things so uh that's amazing brother thank you yeah man and and, and what you said about you know the copyright issues and you know, the issues with live streaming. That's why I started the club app. Like I want to create a platform that DJs can play and stream and earn income hosting these virtual parties online in a space that's designed for them with no copyright issues. And that's what we've built. And, you know, we definitely are looking for DJs that have that passion that you have that want to entertain others, especially during this time of the pandemic. Um, so we welcome you, man. I'm glad that we got connected. And I would love to Thank figure you. out what, what ways I can help you with the asset, the resource that I have to help you do what you love to do. So we're going to talk more and, and get into that. 
Uh, but but let's uh, talk about COVID a little bit more. And just how has that changed, you know, your career and the way you think about your your path as a DJ? You know, what we're January 2021, COVID's still going on. Like, what do you <laughs> think is, is going to happen and going forward? What's the future for your business? Um, right now, you know, like you said, there's no ton of what's happening with the, with the pandemic. You know, uh, it looks like a lot of still. A lot of businesses, you know, are still going under, you know, and including the the entertainment world, you know. And I honestly believe that the COVID nineteen has had an impact not only on the independent side of things, but also on the major side of things, you know, with the major artists as well. So it's like, you know, we all we all in this together now. This is where the major and independent comes together, and we're in the same. We're here together now. We have to humble ourselves now to the degree that what are we going to do? How can we get ourselves out there? Everything is, everything seems to be virtual uh, for the most part, you know, whether it's uh, Facebook, whether it's YouTube and um, the club zines are not happening. Like I tried a couple of times just to the day somebody hit me up, said, hey, I think I got a gig for you, you know, um, at a location, you know, and I'm like, how are they doing it? You know, I questioned that. How do, well, I don't know. But the, 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 the interview never took place. The guy canceled. I had supposed to be, um, I had another interview somewhere in Hartford at another club, but the guy never, um, you know, proceed with the interview. The interview um, canceled was supposed to meet. So I'm starting to believe that at the end, we all want to get outside. We all want to yeah. go out there, but there's, there's still things that's just blocking us. So yeah. what do we do? You know what I'm saying? And the only way right now that we have, the only tool that we really have is the virtual tool. So, you know, it's like, well, maybe I can't come to your party or I can't come to your club, but I could bring it to you. I could bring the entertainment to you. I could bring that energy through your phone, through your TV, your YouTube. And all you got to do is just turn me up. (laughs) Turn me up. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm I'm excited for what's happening, man. Um, Looking forward to to chatting with you more and being able to, to help you with the live streaming. And, and helping more people be entertained and connect using technology to still allow people to, to participate in these parties and DJs rocking. So super excited, man. So we're about to jump right into our lightning round. Are you ready? Okay. Awesome. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Um, I use a uh, Pioneer DJ. Um, I also use a Yamaha um mixer that I use to transmit you know my music through different resources I laptop I'm still HP I've been doing HP for the longest um and it seems to be working fine for me um I like to, I, I'm not into the MIDI controllers I like I mean I come from vinyls but I also have the um the other um the pioneers but I don't have those no more so I just keep it simple right now it's easy to move around with you know grab it go besides yourself who's your favorite DJ Who's my favorite DJ? Um, Tony Touch. Tony Touch, um, DJ Clue, um, and it, um, Funk Flex. Funk Flex. What has been your favorite party or event that you've DJed at? Um, I, I used to DJ at a hookah spot in, in um, Jersey City. Oh, my God. And it was a BYOB place. So, I mean, I remember one day the speakers was going like this on the floor. I thought the floor was going to collapse. 
<laughs> What's one thing that you hate about live streaming as a DJ? Shutting me off. Cutting my lives off, man. Um, I, I'm in my zone, and when they cut me off, it's like, okay, party's over. Shout out DJs you know personally that has stories that need to be shared on this podcast. Big shout out to DJ Paul in Montana. Um, Dark Knight. DJ Dark Knight out of New Jersey. Um, yeah, personally, those two right there. And where can people find you online or in person if you're still doing events? Um, well, you could just Google me, but you could go to, um, you could go to, um, I'm on Instagram at DJ It Will Try State, Facebook at DJ It Will Try State, on Twitter at underscore DJ It Will. Um, and you could definitely go to the website at www.smackradio.com and I could be reached right there. No problem. Awesome, brother. Hey, it was a pleasure hearing your story on the My DJ Story podcast, man. This was great. And looking forward to being in touch with you more often. Thank you, man. Are you a DJ? Well, we want to hire you as one of our official, The Club Virtual DJs. We've been working hard to source hundreds of paid virtual gigs, and we need DJs of all kinds that are interested in getting paid to curate virtual events for our clients. Whether you're a new DJ, just getting started, or a veteran in the game, we have paid gig opportunities for you. Text I'm in to 609-201-1027 to get notified for paid gig opportunities from The Club. Tell a friend. We look forward to working with you. Now back to the podcast.